Iraq, Hussein Obama is a criminal, period. I do not say that in the political sense. I'm not going back to the eight years when so many of the things Barack Obama did frustrated and angered us here in the working class of the United States. I'm talking about a man who has abused and manipulated illegally and in a treasonous fashion his power as president to marshal agencies to attempt to undo or interfere with or set the stage for impeachment of a duly elected president of the United States of America. That definition therein makes Barack Obama a criminal, period. Now, we know there was a phony dossier. We know that the president is going to release the FISA warrants at just the right time so that everyone can see, for all the world to see, that this iteration of the foul and dirty Democrat Party, well, it stepped in, abused and manipulated and lied and deceived so that they could create a frame-up, a frame-up of innocent, an innocent man and several other innocent people. We know exactly what happened. We know how Barack must have watched in dismay as he saw the lack of enthusiasm for Hillary Clinton, as he saw the blunders she was making, as he saw her health issues becoming front and center. And on the other hand, he watched these wild, absolutely energized crowds for Donald J. Trump that must have reminded Barack Obama of some of the enthusiasm that met him in the early days of his campaigning in 2008. And Obama, having been through all of that, knew that the writing was on the wall, that no matter how many votes they manipulated or how many illegals they had come in, they bust in to vote or what have you, that the tidal wave of enthusiasm for Donald Trump very likely would take him right on into the White House. Obama understood that the Democrats owned the major media outlets and that they were always going to help support the Democrat Party because they, the owners of these stations were donors to the Democrat Party, big donors, and they expected to own the politicians and get special favorable treatment that could help them get richer and richer in the process. That's the way it had worked, and that's how they expected it to continue to be. Donald Trump was a member of that very same uh, 
club of donors. He too made contributions to both parties, but quite a few to Democrats too. And the whole idea was to buy politicians like puppets and Donald no doubt participated in that until he could not stand what he saw from Barack Obama's manipulation and dividing and deceiving and destructiveness as president of the country. Now you may say that the anti-Trumpers will say the same thing about Donald. Well, there's no, there's nothing even remotely close. Donald Trump has never manipulated the IRS against Democrat organizations. Never done that. He's never covered up for the failure of his Secretary of State to rescue brave men in Benghazi, Libya. He's never had reporters who didn't tow the Barack Obama line, monitored, harassed, and even, in some cases, indicted through his corrupt Eric Holder, Janet Lynch, Justice FBI operation. Barack Obama is a criminal. Barack Obama not only knew about Plan B and Plan A, the use of the phony DNC dossier to try to convince and lie to a FISA court judge so as to get the right to wiretap an ancillary member of the campaign in the hope that they could get some peripheral calls, some collateral calls that would allow them to pick up some dope on Trump that could be used against him to help Hillary. Now, one of the reasons that Barack Obama felt such a compulsion to help her, it was not just because he wanted to help his party. It wasn't just that. And it wasn't just because he thought that if Trump got in, his legacy would go down the tubes. That was a factor too. But remember, Hillary Clinton stepped out of the way in 2008, and there was a hidden backroom agreement that when her turn came, Barack Obama would move heaven and earth to help her get elected. That was the trade-off. That was the deal. And she agreed to it, and that's why everybody in the entire operation of the Democrat National Committee had Hillary already penciled in as the nominee, despite Bernie Sanders' greater popularity and more enthusiasm. It was her turn, people are saying, and it was her turn because a deal was made with Barack Obama that he would get to solidify the the black vote inside into the Democrat base for the next 8, 12, who knows how long years, because after all, his skin was black and that's all it took to bring significant numbers of black voters, they thought. And for the most part, it it was a watershed moment for a a non-white individual to be president, and it did uh, bring a lot of uh, hope to people and gave the sense that uh, people of color could aspire to the White House too, and that's all good things. In fact, that's why a lot of people in the middle voted for Obama in 2008. He looked like he was a middle-of-the-roader. He talked about doing something about the border. He talked about economic responsibility, all these kind of things that were more to the center when he went to the general election. And then 
Of course, we know he flipped completely into the far left as soon as he was elected. And meanwhile, over in the, the Republican Party, as you remember, the milquetoast wing, the Romneyites, the Establishmentite, the Bill Crystals, these cowardly, groveling, uh, you know, finger-to-the-wind people who don't really have any vision of any kind except to save their own butts and make more money, especially off of the working class through things like NAFTA and China, most favored nation, etc., selling our jobs overseas. These people had put up McCain that year, who was about the worst, worst candidate you could possibly put in. A, a small, mumbling little man uh, who uh, still had rumors dogging him that he, no, he wasn't a hero who chose to stay back in Vietnam with his fellow POWs. No, he actually wanted out as quickly Gave her a free pass, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page. We all know that they were died in the wool Democrats, so were McCabe, and they were hell-bent on not prosecuting her. And, of course, that was how it was. Now, it looks like maybe Comey didn't want to look completely like a foil. And so at the last minute, when the Wiener emails came out, he said they're going to hold it, and that kind of ticked her off and all that. Um, but that didn't change. That didn't change anything. The Obama thrust was to help her and to hurt Donald. Now, he the normal thing for somebody in that position to do.
supporting Donald, and he knew. what it was. Hillary was going to be the chosen one because she'd made a trade-off. She had agreed to step out in 2008, and it was Obama's turn to, to help her out, and it was her turn now, and, and that was that. So when that happened, the dossier became uh, a fun, uh, an official policy. They needed to get it out. They got it. They sent it to the right places. They sent, you all know the story, how uh, you know, the members of the FBI cooperated and kind of corroborated and confirmed and helped uh, legitimize it. Uh, and then the tapping occurred, and unfortunately, there was not enough dirt, nothing really of any kind, no dirt of any kind that came out that the Democrats could use to try to destroy Trump. Um, the Entertainment Tonight tape, uh, the salacious locker room tape, that didn't do it. His supporters were that fervent and supportive of him that none of the things that the Democrats called gaffes would, would even put a dent in his support. That's how strong it was at that point. When he was elected, that's when the Plan B, of course, went into effect. And that Plan B had any major, basically it was... Mueller would go, would have carte blanche to look into anything he possibly could, anything, any details, anything at all in order to find dirt. And if he found the dirt that they all thought was going to be there, then Trump, there might be grounds for um, impeachment, particularly if the Democrats took over the House, as is often the case in the midterm elections, uh, where the opposite party often wins the House uh, during the interim year. Um, that was a plan, have some dirt, have the House, and then have enough dirt to convince enough never-Trumpers in the Senate, uh, like Flake and Romney and so forth, uh, to uh, come, go along with them based on the evidence they'd somehow dug up about Trump, and that would be enough to impeach him. And then, you know, they, their, their great 
uh, populist nightmare would be over. Um, that was plan B. And the whole thing, uh, the whole thing that was decided that they were going to create the uh, Russian illusion. Now, they knew some quasi-Russian, you know, groups had already, in Europe, had done some uh, social media ads and things to stir up trouble. So they knew that they were going to probably do it here, and they did it here. And so they thought they'd take it that. They'd take that, and they'd pump that up. And they would claim that this is what uh, allowed Trump to, uh, to win the White House and that the uh, Russians absolutely wanted uh, uh, you know, Trump to win because after all, Trump had said things like, well, we might have, we should you know, look for ways where we might have a mutual interest in foreign areas so that we could uh, you know, get things done. He didn't sell out to them. He did nothing of that sort. But they they built that up, and uh, things like well, the joke where he said, well, uh, maybe he could, if the Russians are releasing this stuff, then maybe they could release the other thirty three thousand emails she deleted and bleached. That was supposed to be a sign that he's cooperating with Russia. Of course, it wasn't. Uh, it was just a joke. Everybody knew it except the people who hated him. Um, and. Uh, and, and, and so you build up the Russian thing, the Russian thing. This is the bomb idea of Russian, Russian collusion, Russian influence, Russian interference in our election. That's why Donald won, everybody. Don't look at the Podesta meals. Don't look at the dirt. Don't look at the corruption in our party. No, no, no. Don't look how horrible a candidate Hillary was. No. Look at Donald, the Russian agent. And, of course, they marshaled their propaganda arms at CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABCs, all of them owned by Democrats, uh, Washington Post, New York Times. They got these uh, operations to uh, get on board with the whole Russia thing, to delegitimize the president, weaken, weaken him enough that maybe by 2020 they could vote him out. And that whole plan depended on rabid Bob Mueller and his team of, of, of anti-Trump Democrats uh, coming up with enough dirt on the president to hurt him in the 2020 election. All of it depended on Mueller. Mueller surely, with all the money that was given to him, with Rosenstein making it possible for him to do this, with Sessions recusing himself, might have even been talked into it by Rosenstein, who knows. Uh, with all those things going for them, all the innuendo that was being pumped out there every day, then surely there'd be enough out there to build this image, this narrative of Trump, the bad guy who certainly can't be president, and we've got to vote him out. That's the whole idea. The greedy, power-hungry, money-hungry, divisive, divisive, divide-by-race, orientation, gender, etc., Democrats whose whole grip on power is based on campaign donations from identity politics groups that really believe that the Democrat Party cares about them, that they're, they're victims who need uh, support, uh, even though Democrats don't support, don't help, don't do anything for anybody except collect money and power. That's what they do. Uh, and um, keeping the country divided is their nom de guerre. That's how they work. Um, 
And so there it was. There it was. Mueller was at work. He was doing his thing. They had plenty of uh, uh, nightly 24-7 bullets zinging. We had Washington Post. Had Everybody was all marshaled up and ready to attack Trump. And they did it every day. And two unfortunate things happened. First of all, Donald Trump's support grew stronger from people who rallied around and defended him against what they saw was very unfair, very biased attacks on him. The uh, media overplayed its hand, and Americans do not like uh, people picking on one person constantly and endlessly. They just don't like it, no matter whether they like or dislike his tweets. They don't like people taking the president and and slamming him and smearing him 24-7. And that backfired. His core supporters basically became fused to Donald. I mean, they were, they were the iron support, uh, the enthusiastic support turned into a, a welded, melded uh, you know, titanium support for Donald. And others who were more or less uh, in, in the middle, maybe leaning a little bit to the right, maybe not, uh, immediately came over to the Trump camp too when they saw this. So the plan to weaken him and lower his uh, uh, popularity ratings in the polls, that didn't work. His popularity with Republicans is over 90%. Popularity with uh, the uncommitted types is around 50%. And they couldn't take it away. It actually has been growing. Uh, So that was failure number one. Failure number two, of course, was the biggest one of all, and that's where the guy they depended on to come up with the evidence of collusion so they could use that as a cudgel against Trump in the 2020 elections. He came out and said there's no evidence that Trump colluded with anybody, and there isn't enough evidence to show anybody's intent that they they sought to interfere uh, in a judicial process which, of course, he didn't, and he had every right to fire Comey, who was constantly going back and redoing his notes. And it was after he said he had to redo his testimony notes for the, like, fifth time that Trump said, I've had enough, and fired him. That's when he fired him. Um, So that was exoneration. It really was exoneration on both counts. That meant the Russians did not, whatever they did on Facebook, it said it had no, no evidence of any effect on the outcome of the election, and there's no evidence of any collusion between Donald Trump or his associates and the Russians. That was a death blow to the entire uh, coup d'etat uh, impeachment plan that Barack had originally launched before he left office. Now, the last item that uh, Barack did before he leave was to put all these sanctions on Russia and kick Russian diplomats out, etc. And a big part of the reason he did that wasn't because they did anything wrong, but because he needed to look like he was uh, punishing them for their interference in the election and handing of the, uh, you know, handing of the uh, election to one side. Uh, That had, he wanted that image to be out there. That's one of the reasons he kicked the Russians out. There wasn't any real reason to do that. At that time, there was no reason really to do it. They hadn't done anything more. But Obama wanted to underscore that Trump's presidency was illegitimate, that 
It had to be the Russians who helped him get in and put that kind of thought in people's minds. And that's why he did that. Well, in doing so, he completely, you know, destroyed any chance for getting the Russians to join us in, you know, helping kick ISIS out or helping stabilize Syria. Um, that he did basically foreclose that just so he could come up with the anti-Trump narrative for his party and for Hillary. Uh, and it's unfortunate because we might have had some places of cooperation. We might have had a more ready-to-work-with-us uh, government in Russia if we had not uh, taken those hostile actions. You can't, affect, you can't expect Russia to accept uh, the way Obama acted towards them. And of course, people like McCain, who never Trumpers, all joined in with Obama and the anti-Russian nonsense. It never should have got, taken that, that form. Um, and they wanted to foreclose any possibility of Trump, uh, you know, breaking the cold relationships with relationship with Russia and maybe putting it on a better track. And it's unfortunate, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, that now that we have Mueller behind us, we can maybe start uh, fixing that part too. But uh, the end of the Mueller investigation basically did the worst, most frightening thing for, for uh, Barack Obama and the Democrats that could happen. It means now the coast is clear to go after Hillary, go after Debbie Wasserman Schultz, go after, uh, you know, Strzok and Page and McCabe and Bruce Orr and all the, all the coup plotters who were involved in attempting to uh, break the law in order to help one party over the other. And uh, so that uh, happened. That's, that's exactly what, uh, what went on there. And now, where we are right now, is, thank God, we have an inspector general who's going to come out with a report within the next maybe 60 days or so. And it's aimed in precisely on the FBI and Justice Department corruption and abuse of the law to uh, help uh, propel and support a political candidate on behalf of a government. And definitely, Barack Obama is going to be a factor in that. At the very least, he knew what was going on and did nothing about it. He was responsible for his administration and for the department heads and their actions. He could have stopped any of it at any time. He did not. So the mere fact that he knew about it and did nothing about it makes him complicit. But I think most thinking people understand that he had now on these criminals, and I'm sure that there are going to be some indictments that come around now that the phony Russians, uh, Russian folks part is out of the way. are going to face the music now. And it's good. Uh, we're not going to rest until they're brought to justice, every last one of them. And we want the truth about what 
Barack Obama did so that it never happens again, just as the president has said. This was a dark part of our history. We now have to prosecute those who are responsible for it, and we have to make sure that it never, ever happens again.